0: Hi and welcome to the Pastors' Table. My name is Pastor Ann. Thank you for joining us. We're talking in the next sessions about um, why do people leave church, and uh, naturally, what came up was offense. And we were, we've been talking we're talking a bit about offense today, and what it can do and how it operates. And we can be a people that walk in love and walk in grace, and not allow offense in.
1: Welcome back to the pastor's table. We've been on what could be considered a difficult topic, but it's necessary. It's necessary to talk about these things, and I think that you'll find some help and comfort in them. Mm-hmm. And we've been talking about why people leave church, and we've been talking about how pastors deal with that. And so we've been sharing some of our own experiences and and some wisdom that God has given us. And again, we don't have all the answers. We we have this answer. Amen. Amen. The right. answer. We have the answer. Um, but, um, so we're sharing from what the Lord has helped us come to understand and what we've done. Uh, Hebrews chapter 12. Let's turn there. Hebrews 12. And let's look at verses 15 and 16. And this is from the Amplified Classic. It says this, exercise foresight and be on the watch to look. Now, Amplified adds in here, after one another. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to see that no one falls back from and fails to secure God's grace Mm -hmm. in order that no root of resentment, which is bitterness or hatred, shoots forth and causes trouble and bitter torment, and the many become contaminated and defiled by it. Now, verse 16, look at this. That no one may become guilty of sexual vice, Or become a profane person. That profane means godless and sacrilegious. As Esau did, who sold his own birthright for a single meal. Mm -hmm. This is such an important scripture. It's two verses. But look at how it even starts out with that. Be on the watch for one another Mm -hmm. to see that no one misses God's grace. Mm falls back from, doesn't obtain, doesn't come into God's grace. Mm-hmm. And it shows that what will happen if, that, if, if that's the situation, that they, there's a root of bitterness that will arise, and it will not just affect them, but will defile many. You know, and in church, um, unfortunately, we've seen those things happen in churches, in places where people get offended. They get hurt. Something's happened. And if, what, what do you think the grace of God to us in the beginning was? The grace of God appeared and what is that? Mm-hmm. That was, you've sinned, but I've forgiven you there. That's right. Mm-hmm. I've forgiven you. You are cleared. Receive that grace.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what happens with people is that often they get offended something has happened to them or didn't go the way they were expecting things to go and they get offended mm-hmm. they've pushed themselves outside of that grace mm-hmm. because they themselves are now offended and have not forgiven their brother or sister in the lord or mm-hmm. whoever that may be and so w- when you see something like that we're we're exhorted here to say listen res- you need to forgive. Let's deal with this. Let's get rid of that, that unforgiveness, that resentment, that, that bitterness. Let's get that out. Receive God's grace. Because as long as people are walking in a place of unforgiveness and resentment and bitterness, they're standing outside of the grace of God. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this shows us very particularly what happens. Resentment comes and it begins not just to affect them, but others. And it puts them in a place of forsaking the good godly things that have been established in their life in the past. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. As Esau. Mm -hmm. They begin to make decisions where they compromise their own faith, they compromise their own values, they compromise their own moral standards, and they pursue for short-term, fleshy satisfactions.
0: Right. So what happens with the spreading or the many are, it springs up and then many are defiled. This is often a situation Now it can work a lot of ways. Last time we talked about why one of the reasons we don't talk about people is to give them an opportunity to come back and be restored. But there's also this place where sometimes people come to us and somebody new has come and we'll get a phone call. Oh, you know, don't trust so-and-so. They've blah, 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 done this and that and the other and, and give us their backstory what can happen is we haven't spoken with that person. Mm-hmm. And so we even as pastors, if we've heard that or given ear to it, now when they look at them, we go, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we haven't realized it, but we've actually taken that seed and it could be defilement. It may not be the truth. It may not be the truth. Mm-hmm. That's right. But we're looking that with a hesitation. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, because I'm a kind of an out there person, uh, people have gone around and, and spoken behind my back before. Usually it doesn't work because eventually it all comes out anyway. But what's happened is in some of the relationships, because they did that, I've gone, why is there this funk in between you and I that wasn't there before? That person was defiled by those words. It's why we've got to keep ourselves out of the na- nastiness uh-huh. of gossip. That's that's, that's what right. happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it's and it, but what you don't realize is and then so and so phones up, up and says, Hey, hey, did you hear da da da? So and so did this to me today. And they were so mean. I saw them at church and they wouldn't let me uh, have the coffee the way I wanted to. And the milk was off. And pastor, it was terrible. And, you know, I've noticed, you know, that they take extra more. They had an extra cookie when there weren't enough cookies for everybody else. I don't think that they did. And then then they phone up somebody else from the church and said, did you know that? Mm -hmm. And they they had too many cookies. Mm -hmm. And they start, I mean, it sounds funny. But we've had, you know, I've heard stories about how this one didn't like that. And they, in other churches, and they fought over the kitchen, mm. like kitchen things that go bad. And you're thinking, what happened? And pretty soon, everybody upset about so-and-so who took two cookies instead of one. And, and I had somebody come to me one day. I saw her. She put cookies in her purse and took them home with her. I'm like, okay. We were doing street ministry. And we had sandwiches in bags. And, and, and somebody from another place came, and we, we were giving them out, and we had hundreds of sandwiches we'd made. Somebody said, you can't do that. I said, why not? You didn't pay. And, and they said, well, you can't just give them sandwiches. I said, why not? Why can't we give them? Well, you gave two to that one, and that one only got one. Well, he asked for another, so we gave him one. Uh, oh, I don't know if you could do that. Hmm. Hmm. People get upset about strange things. Hmm. And chances are, if they're offended, it usually is something small. It gets blown so far to, out of proportion, by the time it gets to us, it's a, it is a mountain, or it was one tree that became a forest, uh, and the mountain becomes a mountain range, and it's a mountain range, and you think, it started because somebody took two cookies instead of one. Mm-hmm. But everybody knows, and you're not the only, the, the, the originator of the offense has now spread their offense, and they got agreement mm-hmm. with others about the two cookies. Mm-hmm. That, and I realize that's a simple, but that's how the defiling works. One of the things that I have put into practice as pastor is if somebody comes to me like that, I said, oh, good, just hang on. We'll go get that person. We'll talk about it together. You have something to say about it. Let's bring them in together and have a chat.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That usually fixes things right there. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, as you were talking, I was thinking about how you know, there's time between when a person leaves a church and, and when they come to another church usually. So, if, if you at this new church that this person's coming to has heard about, oh, what went on at so and so's church back then, that doesn't give that person any chance to change.
1: That's right. To allow,
2: you know, you look at the beginning of chapter 12 here in verse 5, it says, And have you forgotten the exhortation which speaketh? Unto you as to children, my son, despise not the ch- chastening of the Lord, nor faint not when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loves, he chastises, or he corrects, and scourges every son whom he receives. And it goes on about that, and that's where these scriptures are coming from. Mm-hmm. God wants us to change. You know, he, he mm-hmm. says in Romans 2, 4, that his goodness brings about repentance, and repentance at its root is simple change. And so if we've heard about what happened at so-and-so's church with this person and why and all this kind of stuff there's a basically we're holding their past against them when god isn't Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. god isn't god is not holding their past against them Mm -hmm. in fact if they've repented he doesn't even remember it Mm -hmm. at all kenneth copeland tells a story he was doing a set of of um preaching at some city i don't know where it was or and he had done something wrong um, earlier on that day. And he knew it was wrong. It was really wrong. And he had repented and, and he had to preach that night. And he's going to the auditorium and he's at the back door of the auditorium and he's talking to God and he's like, God, you're just going to have to find somebody else to do to do the preaching tonight because, you know, I just, I'm just not worthy to be able to do this here. And he's kept going on like this to God and God finally says to him, what are you talking about? And Kenneth Coleman was like, "Well, you know, earlier when I did this, 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 and this," and God's like, "Sorry, I, 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 don't know what you're talking about." And he goes, "Well, yeah, yeah, remember I did this, and then I did this, and I realized, man, that was just awful, and it really just it, it, uh, it stopped me from being able to preach tonight. So you're gonna have to find somebody else." And and God's like, well, did you repent about it? And he goes, oh, yeah, absolutely. As soon as I realized, I repented about this. And God said, well, uh, i throw things like that as far as the east is from the west. I, I don't remember it. And, and God said to him, continued on with him and said, you know, have I called you to preach here tonight? And he goes, well, yeah. He goes, well, go and preach. Mm-hmm. I don't remember this mm-hmm. at all. So when we hear about that person, and what happened in that situation at that last church we're holding something against them and creating a bias as we interact with them and watch them and view them mm-hmm. that god isn't mm-hmm. so why should we
0: and we want them to walk in grace we yeah. want them to experience that amen
2: you know
1: with the example that you're giving about oh i saw that person take two cookies and everyone and there was you know not even enough one person to have everyone uh, that perception that someone may have like that, there are, there are a whole number of things that at any one point in time that you simply don't know. Mm-hmm. That's right. There's a whole lot. Yeah. You don't know if that person who took the two cookies, maybe they had asked permission from somebody. Yes. Is it okay if I have a second cookie? Right? Let's say that they didn't and they took two cookies and you don't know what their situation is at home. Mm -hmm. They might not have much to eat that day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you don't know anything about that. And you're getting all upset over the second cookie. Had you known that their cupboards are bare, you would have offered that second cookie. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh So there are hundreds of facts that are going on that we don't know a whole lot about. Mm -hmm. But we saw someone take an extra cookie and we made a judgment call about it. Mm -hmm. and assign them as saying they're being selfish Mm -hmm. look at how greedy they are they're not considering others and have made the judgment call about someone and you do not know all of the facts that go on around yeah so a gracious attitude towards that person is to extend that grace and say i don't know everything i don't know what's going on here i can't judge just based on face value Mm -hmm. and that is extending grace towards that person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's many more opportunities for us to do those sorts of things for one another. Mm-hmm. If they were really stealing and thieving things, do you think the Lord would let that go on for very long no. before they're caught? Mm-hmm. If everyone's walking in love and grace towards one another, do you really think the Lord would allow someone to come in and destroy all that when usually what happens is that people, uh, they get, oh, that person took two cookies. That attitude is the attitude that destroys. Yes, Yes. absolutely. You know, in Galatians, they say, listen, you know, you guys want to go back under the law. But if you keep biting and you'd be careful uh, biting one another in partisan strife. You're like this and you didn't follow Mm -hmm. the law and you did that. Judging one another. You keep doing that. You're going to devour yourselves. The congregation Mm -hmm. will consume itself in strife and envy Mm -hmm. and judgmental attitudes So that attitude alone is the thing that causes Mm
0: -hmm.
1: problems, and uh,
0: yeah, that's 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 why we want to look diligently, is what it says Mm -hmm. in in exercise for each other, because the comparison of of using you know this this is important that we don't get caught up in the two cookies, that Mm -hmm. that we don't get caught up in that Mm -hmm. because there's something more important underneath here. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah, you know, is this person being driven? by some kind of lust underneath and lust doesn't is often has nothing to do with the devil yeah. because the works of the flesh are these and they drive and and as in this uh, with Esau for for one meal one little meal he mm-hmm. gave up his inheritance mm-hmm. we don't know what's driving that person we don't know what's going on but we're going to be aware as people who want to walk in grace, who want to administer grace, who are going to oversee as pastors. If we see something coming along where we see someone being very much driven by some kind of a personal thing, we want to be able to speak in their life. Mm-hmm. We want to bring. We don't want to see anyone come to the place of losing their inheritance. Because of some fleshy thing that's driving them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And frankly, out of all the things, if it was a devil, they go, Oh, well, praise God, it got out. But mm-hmm. when we come to you and say, this
1: is flesh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, you can cast out a devil, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you can't cast out flesh. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what we mean by that? <laughs> if a devil's driving someone and making them just a rage monster and you know, <laughs> we can see that and go, oh that's a devil, Mm -hmm. come out and it must obey. And Mm -hmm. that person goes, oh, I'm free. (laughs) Praise the Lord. But if that's just their own flesh, you can't cast that out. Mm -hmm. That's character. Mm -hmm. That's them building, have that built up that rage and anger and bitterness inside them for however long. Now they are like that, not because it's the devil, but because they're like that. So you can cast out a devil, but you can't cast out flesh. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And and people don't like that message.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They don't like the character message. And when someone comes along, I haven't seen one child that goes, "Yay!" You know, you were saying about discipline mm-hmm. in kids in your class when you call them out. Mm-hmm. They don't want to know that they've uh, that they've done bad. Mm-hmm. They don't. And and I've you, children, grandchildren, and you catch them in it. You discipline them. And they're like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Adults do the same thing, Mm -hmm. and we don't like to admit it. But the best clarity in my life is when I can say, man, that was not the Spirit of God. And that can be a mixture of all kinds of things. It can be, Mm -hmm. you know, I was moving in the Spirit, but then got in the flesh. People don't like to say that with prophecies, but like I would say, probably 40% of what we hear might be flesh. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Yes, I mumbled that, but we, we don't like to admit it. But uh, this is our door to freedom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the place where admitting flesh. So if someone comes to you and they're a pastor or a friend, because this that's what it says, exercise, where was it? Sorry, again. Foresight, be on the watch to look after one another. Yeah. Sister, brother, I think this is the flesh, right? Because mm-hmm. we love them. You, mm-hmm. you have a tender heart that way. And this is the thing that's going to help someone. Mm-hmm. and And can we be brave enough to say it with the love of God because we care about their future? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah I don't want to see people lose their inheritance. No, you know, walk away from God, get mad at him. the whole bundle.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, and it, it's just it, that reminds me of First Corinthians chapter three. so mm. we only have a couple of minutes, but let's just look at that quickly here. Now, Paul is dealing with them, mm. the Corinthians. They had a lot of questions yes. and a lot of issues. <laughs> and so if, let's just skip down to verse, verse 3. It says, for you are still of the flesh. Mm-hmm. And it says, for as long as, as there is, or there are envying, excuse me, envying and jealousy and wrangling and factions among you, are you not unspiritual and of the flesh, mm-hmm. behaving yourselves after a human standard and like mere unchanged men? Mm-hmm. And so, one of the things that, as pastors, that we see, and uh, not just in others, but in ourselves at times, there's there's a fleshly temptation to separate ourselves from one another, yes. to protect oh, ourselves that, yeah. and to... Mm. You know, and especially when people have been hurt in church, you know, that, that if if you've been hurt in church and have not forgiven others, then you carry that offense with you where you go. Yeah. And in order to protect yourself from getting hurt again, you build up walls mm-hmm. yeah. that separate you from others. Mm-hmm. That that again, that's fleshly behavior to do such things mm-hmm. that separates you from other people. Uh, we were, I was talking about in a previous episode, Jesus, when he was betrayed by Judas, uh, when he rose from the dead, he didn't come back and go, uh, you know, why did you let the guy hurt me so bad? Why did you all run when I was on the cross? I'm just so upset and so hurt, I don't even know what to do. I don't know if this is going to work here. He, he did nothing like that. No. Right? He wasn't so hurt and wounded that he couldn't, con- he's like, I just need some time. I need some, I'm going to be in heaven for a while. I'll come back when I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> As if he was hurt by yeah, that's us. Right. No. Mm. Do you really think God our Father is just, you know, mm. I-, I just need some time from you guys. I just, excuse. you know, you've hurt me so bad. Mm-hmm. And yet, we tend to do that with one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yet, call ourselves God's children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yet, and so there is a place for us to, to get beyond the things that divide us, get beyond the offenses, get beyond the hurts by recognizing that we've been forgiven for everything that we've ever done and extending that same grace and forgiveness towards others yeah. so that they know that we've forgiven them and we're not holding things against them either. Mm-hmm. That will keep us together as, as opposed to separating us. Mm-hmm and we'll be a much stronger body as a result. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen.